Welcome back to the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Landon Polburn, and today I've got a fantastic episode for you guys. So we're going to go over some stuff that you know I'm super, super passionate about, and we're going to be chatting about the five keys to a successful business. Now, when we're thinking about this, I want you to realize that this is going to be completely relevant to everybody in like the online nutrition, online training, and online coaching space. But this is still going to be really, really relevant for all of the personal trainers out there and you know anybody that is in the business realm. You're going to be able to take these five fundamentals, implement them into your business, and create success. So you know I've got my notes in front of me. You know, if I have to pause to get a glass of water, don't worry. This is going to be great. So make sure, you know, strap it on in, you know, and let's jump in, guys. So we're going to roll right into number one. And number one is customer experience. Now, the number one strategy to get new clients is to not have to fucking get new clients, you know, and I can't express this enough, guys. So, you know, the statistics out there show that only about half of business are are placing an emphasis on, sorry, half of businesses are placing an emphasis on acquiring new customers and only one in five are placing an emphasis on client retention. So everybody is, you know, how do I get new clients? How do I get new clients? How do I get new clients? But at the end of the day, you can't forget to be working on your customer experience. You can't forget to place an emphasis on servicing your existing clients. I actually saw a poll the other day and it was asking, would you rather have 10 clients at $500 or I think it was like 25 clients at $200 and it both works out to be like five grand a month. And this is something that there's, there's a tons of pros, pros and cons to, to both sides of this coin. And when I look at it, I think that when you are just new, having more clients allows you to refine these processes. It allows you to really, really give everything into these clients. But as you start to grow, I definitely see there being benefits to kind of transitioning into fewer clients so that you can really, really place an emphasis on serving those clients. But a lot of this stuff is kind of like an evolution of your career because in order to charge a higher ticket value, you need to make sure that you really are able to deliver. So, you know, when when doing research, and I'm sure you've heard some of these statistics, knowing that it costs about five to seven times more to acquire a new customer than it does to simply retain and keep an existing customer. So that's massive. So when you start thinking about the amount of time you have to invest into generating a new client versus the amount of time and money you have to invest in order to keep an existing client, it can be five to seven times and even more depending on what industry you're working in. You know, I was reading some statistics that were like 25 times more to bring in a new customer for like a dentist and certain industries like that. So what that means is that if you're always worrying about new clients, you probably aren't spending enough time providing a high quality service for your existing customers, which means you're spending way more time, way more energy and way more dollars on your marketing than you need to. When if you were simply to reinvest that time, energy and money into delivering a higher quality of service, that your business is going to be able to actually grow in the long run. And, you know, some of the reasons why this is so beneficial is because an existing customer is simply more likely to ascend throughout your business. They're more likely to buy more from you, to purchase other things, to purchase a higher package, to purchase 
add-ons and accessories. Maybe you run a course and, you know, your existing training clients come to that. Maybe you have online clients and then you start selling programs and they buy that from you. Or maybe you host a retreat and they go to that retreat. An existing customer is going to be 60 to 70% more likely to continue buying things from you than they are a new customer, you know, only about five to 20% of those new people are going to be purchasing those products. But when you roll out a new product, 60 to 70% of your existing customers are going to be purchasing that. So just some things that I really, really want you to focus on. So let's kind of roll through just a few ideas here. So, you know, I was at the Vigor Ground Fitness and Business Summit uh, in October of 2017 and one of the speakers I can't remember exactly who it was was talking about creating an 11 star experience so trying to think about what could you deliver to your clients that is just fucking magnificent out of this world that every single client is gonna like it's gonna completely knock their socks off start listing these things what does that include what are you providing these clients with how are you working with them to create this absolutely magnificent experience that's going to not be just a little bit better than your competition but put you in a whole other tier from the people that you're competing with. So start to think about that. How could you create 11 star experience for your customers and then start to roll that out? You know, maybe it does cost a little bit more, but who cares if you're able to just simply blow everybody out of the water by what you're able to deliver to your clients. Also, like I was kind of alluding to before, you know, sometimes taking on fewer clients can allow you to charge more and deliver a higher quality service. So let's say you go from having 75 clients to having 30 clients, you can put twice as much time into each one of those clients. Yes, you'll have to charge more, but you're going to be able to deliver more and invest more time and energy into each one of those individual clients. Something else that I really like to do is under under promise and over deliver. So rather than saying, you know, everybody that refers me a client is going to get a $100 gift card or a $50 gift card to Starbucks. Don't tell them they're going to do that. But when they do, take the time, write them a handwritten note and send them a gift card in the mail. Do these little things more frequently that are really going to set you apart from your competition. Invest the time in doing the things that are inefficient. This is something that Luca Hosevar really, really hits home. The inefficiency is where the magic happens. You need to be able to invest the time into doing things that take time or hard work that the other people are just not going to do. You must be inefficient in order to win when it comes to business. So writing handwritten notes, things like that really, really resonate with people. When your client gets that, you know, they're probably going to be fairly touched. You have a connection with them. You can probably hit home on some milestone they just completed or a trip they have coming up or, you know, the the new baby that they just had and how they're smashing their goals. That might be something that now they go and tell people about. Now they might be more prone to refer people or talk about you in their circle of friends. All of these little things are what really start to lead to referrals when creating like a referral plan generally doesn't generate a lot of business. Also, focus on value. You know, this should go without saying, but value is where you make your money. It doesn't matter how smart you are, you know, how how good your Instagram is, what you've been able to achieve for yourself. If you're not delivering value to the people that you're working with, no one fucking cares. You're not going to be able to deliver consistent results if you're not focusing on delivering value. And that is with everything. Thinking about every Instagram post you post should be delivering value. 
Every blog you write should be delivering value. Every email you send should be delivering value. Every time you get on the phone with somebody, you should be delivering value. Every strategy session or consultation you do, you should be trying to deliver value to people regardless of if they're paying you or not. Always lead with that value and you're going to set yourself ahead of the pack. And, you know, the last thing that uh, to really, really emphasize customer experience is to avoid burnout as the coach, as the expert, because if you're burnt out, tired, stressed, got giant bags under your eyes, you know, I've been there, you know, I ran a facility for six years, I've worked with hundreds of clients, when you get burnt out yourself, everything suffers. So you need to make sure that you're investing the time into yourself so that you can invest that time or so you have the energy to invest into the people that you're working with. So self-care is going to correlate into a higher customer experience because you have the energy to show up and to put that effort in to be on fire when you're with your clients because you know how your brain works when you're fucking tired you don't want to jump on that call you're a little bit more irritable when they you know might be struggling you might be less empathetic to what they're saying so really focus on you know avoiding burnout that might be taking more trips doing things for yourself you know prioritizing yourself, which can be really, really difficult, especially when you're busy. But all of these things lead to more testimonials, happier clients, clients that stay with you for six months instead of three months. You know, they're more likely to purchase more of the things that you have to offer. And they're also going to be more prone to talking about you. Direct referrals usually aren't going to be the main driver. It's going to be them simply talking about you. You want more people talking about you and how awesome the services that you're providing them and the results that you're getting them. All right, so that's number one, customer experience. So let's jump into number two. So number two is knowing your ideal customer. And this is, man, this is the backbone of everything that we do. So lots of people want to kind of be a generalist they want to they want to help everybody and you know while that can be well-intentioned when it comes to growing as a business generally specialists are going to make more money than generalists if you think of what your general physician gets paid versus what the brain surgeon gets paid a brain surgeon is like living on a fucking yacht in a mansion and your gp is probably you know driving a honda civic a specialist is generally able to deliver this super amazing service, consistent results that very few other people can do for that specific niche that they're working with. Whereas a generalist knows not a lot about a lot of different things and they're able to kind of help a lot of people do a little bit, but they're not able to deliver a home run every single time. So really understanding what your niche is, what your niche is, who your ideal customer is. So rather than just saying, you know, I'm going to train everybody, you know, it might be, you know, volleyball players, or it might be you're a weight loss coach for people that are, you know, you know, middle-aged women going through menopause, whatever it might be, having an ideal customer, creating a customer avatar is going to be extremely important so you know that can be an entire podcast on its own there's a lot to kind of go into there to kind of develop who that person is but understanding who your ideal customer is is going to help you craft an offer which is directly correlated to what your ideal customer needs and wants and what their pain points are and that is how you start to develop your messaging so as soon as you're able to know who you're speaking to 
now you know how to actually talk to them. Now you can formulate everything. You can formulate all of your articles, all of the information you put out can be very, very directed at exactly what that person needs and wants. So you need to understand who you're speaking to. And I'm sure you've heard the old saying, you know, the man who chases two rabbits catches none. And it's very, very true. If you're trying to go after all of the customers in the market, you're likely not going to get as many as you would like because nobody is directly resonating with your message. You're not getting an emotional connection with these people because it's very, very generic because you're not trying to leave anybody out. Yes, when you start to specialize and go after a certain demographic, you're going to have people that don't want to see your shit anymore. And that can be scary, but it's okay because you don't need to appeal to everybody. You need to just really hyper focus and resonate with that exact demographic so that you're a no brainer. They, they read your posts, they read your messages and they're like, yes, that's me. I need your help. That's what you need to focus on. But what this also does is as soon as you start to you know, zone in on your ideal client, your ideal customer, your offer, your message. Now you get two things that are extremely important when it comes to growing your business. You now have a repeatable process for success. So now once you know how to get results for that person, you know how to get results with people that have the same goals or in the same demographic, same market as that person, as opposed to being like, yes, I helped this volleyball player, you know, jump higher and increase you know, their strength. Now you all of a sudden are working with some completely different person and you're like, okay, well now you need to go research this, learn how to work with that demographic, this sport, this thing, that, and the other. Whereas if you're working with that specific niche, you know how to get results over and over and over again. And then what does that, what does that benefit? Higher customer experience, better results because you're getting them progress all of the time. And also, you have a repeatable process to generate your new clients because you have just zeroed in on everything. And if you're continuing to get results for those people, you're going to be able to continue to appeal to all of those people within that market. All right, so let's roll into number three. Number three is something that I talk about at length a lot with new coaches and new trainers that come to me because it affects a lot of different things. So I'm labeling it confidence. Now, it could kind of also be called like mindset, but I think confidence kind of encompasses how you have how you approach to it. So I think that it is extremely important if you're not sold on yourself, how do you expect to be able to sell anybody or have anybody be sold on the service that you provide if you don't believe 150% in yourself, in what you're offering and the results that you can provide? If you don't have that confidence, those nobody is going to have that confidence in you either. So it's so important to go through, get your mind right and be confident because the mindset is such a powerful thing. And what it really comes down to is our thoughts become our beliefs, our beliefs form our truth, and that is that's, that creates our identity. So when you're going through these processes, you need to realize, you know, just as water can kind of cut through rock and eventually create the Grand Canyon, what you repeatedly tell yourself becomes what you believe, your truth, and it, it starts to form your identity. So if you're always telling yourself, you know, I don't know if I'm good enough, uh, you know, 
I, I'm not sure if I can get results for this person. Maybe you're telling yourself, you know, bad things. You you don't like the way you look. Anything that's negative is going to start to draw at that confidence. So there's lots of things that you can do. You know, there's there's so many like self-help books. You know, there's books like, uh, you know, You Are a Badass at Making Money. Just little things that really start to kind of reframe how you think about things. But things like meditation, you know, the power of positive affirmations, you know, mantras, surrounding yourself with people that raise your frequency rather than people that support your old belief system. And this is a big one. A lot of the times we surround ourselves with people that have the same beliefs as us. So if you are negative, self-conscious, and you have, you know, a, a group of friends that kind of have kind of similar beliefs that every time you're around them, it's kind of like a, a negative tone to the conversation. People are coming complaining about work, complaining about their physiques, complaining about this, that, and the other thing. You need to start to draw yourself out of that because that's going to reinforce what you don't want to be reinforced. You want to start to surround yourself with positive people, people that bring you up, people that push you to up level your game. That is super, super key in success in business. You want people that are going to help you with your new belief system. You need to form a new belief system. You need to form this level of confidence. You need to be telling yourself these positive things every day. Even if you write on a sticky note or on a planner every morning, I'm a badass. I can get people results. I'm an expert in my field. You need to start to form these beliefs so that it starts to become your truth and you start to form a new identity. And you really need to squash these limiting beliefs. Everybody has, you know, a shit ton of limiting beliefs. And, you know, there's an exercise that you can go through. So you you really need to start to, you know, slow down and kind of think about things. Often you're you're going to start to find this internal dialogue where you might be telling yourself things. And, you know, until you really start to become aware, you don't realize these things, you know, and for for a long time, I lacked a lot of self-confidence. And it wasn't until I realized what it was starting to do to me, like it would it would stop me from, you know, working with certain people or taking certain risks because I wasn't confident in what I could do. So what you need to do is take that limiting belief and start to turn that into a liberating truth. Now, you know, there's a lot of areas within your life, but like, here's just one example to kind of get you thinking about it. You know, like, I am too old to get this job. That's a limiting belief, thinking that your age is handcuffing you from something. And a liberating truth for that could be, you know, I have more wisdom and experience than anybody else applying for this job. So you need to try and take what this limiting belief is, turn it into a liberating truth and empower yourself, build this confidence, create a new identity where you are confident because what's going to happen is if you roll into a strategy call or a consultation with a client and you're not sold on yourself, you're going to, you're going to hesitate when you pitch them. You're not going to be confident when you're speaking with them, whereas when I roll into a consultation and, you know, I'm on fire, I'm in a good mood, I'm in a good headspace, and you're super confident, you address their needs, you listen to what their, you know, their pain points are, what their issues are, and you outline exactly how you can help them because you are confident in being able to provide them that result. And when you tell them the price, you know, this is the investment and this is how we're going to get you to your end result. When you pitch that with confidence, you reassure that person that you are able to actually deliver it for them. But when you're like, yeah, well, you know, 
I charge, you know, $250 a month. And I know, I know it's a little pricey, but I really think that it's going to be something that might benefit you in the long run. The person's like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, it is expensive. Like you start to inject these thoughts into their head that they might not have even been thinking. But when you roll into that with confidence, that is, you know, reflected and seen from the other party. So if you don't have that or you feel like your confidence might be lacking, you know, you might need to think about how you can address that. If you're not confident in your skill to deliver, maybe you're working with athletes or and you find, you know, some area where you just might be lacking and you're lacking a little self-confidence. Well, what can you do to build that up? Maybe we need to change your belief system, change your mindset, but maybe we need to, you know, try and you know, extend those skills. Maybe you need to take a course. Maybe you need to, you know, get a coach that can help mentor you on that. And so that you can build that confidence one way or another. It's extremely important. You need to have an extremely positive mindset, mind right, and have the confidence that you're able to deliver so that when you're speaking with people, they know that you will be able to deliver that result. All right, guys. So that was number three. Now we're going to roll into number four. So number four is, you know, I've got, you know, mentorship and coaching. And I think it's really, really powerful, especially when we are working in these industries where people are investing in us. And if you want people to feel confident investing in you, and you believe, you firmly believe that they need to hire you as a coach, that they need your expertise. But do you believe in coaching yourself? You believe they need you. But maybe you think it would be stupid to invest that money in somebody else. So let's say this person needs to hire me because I can get them to where they need to go. But you have these limiting beliefs that for you to invest that money into somebody to help you, you think it's a waste of money. You think it's stupid. You think that you can do it on your own. Well, if you think you can do it on your own, why do you think it's silly that they think they can do it on your own or on their own? Sorry. So if you expect your clients to open up their wallets, you got to be willing to open up yours too. You know, I have no problem asking people for money because I firmly believe in the value of coaching. I've spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on coaching for myself from training nutrition to, you know, business mentors, multiple business mentors, to conferences, to courses, to travel, to masterminds. Because I firmly believe in that value. And that trickles down into my confidence when I'm speaking with somebody. Like I have no problem telling somebody that, you know, this investment is, you know, X because it's going to provide you with Y. Because I understand that I would pay it if I needed that help. Because I do pay it for the help that I do need. So that's something. That's just food for thought. You know, and having a mentor and a coach is like having a cheat code in a video game. You know, they're going to get you to where you need to go faster. So whatever you're struggling with, there's somebody out there or something out there that can help you overcome it or get there faster. Coaches and mentors help you compress time. It's you know something that might have taken you a year, you might be able to now accomplish in three months. Something that you might have sat around, procrastinated on, made some mistakes on, you might get it right in the first try in a week because you simply had somebody that said, okay, you need to get this done today. Whereas maybe before you would have just kind of sat on it, you know, had a note on the wall, you know, maybe set a reminder and then, you know, snooze that for a week and then another week. And when somebody tells you and someone's holding you accountable, 
it can be extremely beneficial. And it's also makes you a better coach when you are coachable yourself. You can you can relate to things a little bit better. You start to learn these life skills and you start to learn that, you know, working with people is far more than just these technical skills like, you know, the perfect macros or calorie target for somebody. That shit doesn't mean nothing if you can't actually work with people. And those are a lot of the skills that you start to learn when you're working with a coach because a coach is going to make you realize that things are far deeper. But there's coaches in everything from, you know, from your training, your nutrition to your business to your writing skills to your social media. Like you can find somebody to help you with everything in life. Like there's there's the wackiest shit out there possible like I've I've seen some pretty crazy stuff out there but you know if you need to be willing to invest in yourself if you want people to invest in you and also when you need to try and scale up your game grow get better at certain things bringing somebody onto your team can help you expedite the process rather than just trying to slug along and go it alone you know don't be afraid to invest in yourself reinvesting your money back into your business which is you is probably one of the smartest things that you can do. All right, so number four was, you know, mentorship and coaching. Number five is be relentless and take action. Knowledge is completely useless if you do not take any action. You can read every fucking book out there. You can take every single course. You can listen to every expert, listen to every podcast, but if you don't actually take action on any of these things, it's useless. And do you know why people do that? Because it's easy to absorb knowledge and it's scary as fuck to take action. We all have these limiting beliefs. We're scared of failure. We don't feel that we're worthy enough to be rich. That's actually something very, very common. And people, it takes a long time for people to realize that. You know, what you want to realize is, you know, failure is going to happen. You want to fail fast. You want to fail because what failure does, it teaches you a lesson and it gives you feedback about what worked, what didn't work and how you can improve for next time. So you, you got to really focus on playing the long game. Business is not going to flourish overnight. Everybody that you see that you feel might be, you know, this overnight success, you don't see the, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, multiple failed businesses that they started along the way in order to get to where they are today, you know, to get to where people actually know who they are, they might have put a lot of time in before that. So be relentless, take action, maybe you learn something, take action on it today. Don't wait, don't wait to take that next course. Take action today. Be relentless with this shit. And another thing is, you know, I want you as a business owner to focus on habits and not outcomes. And this is something that as a business owner and as a nutrition coach is really, really simple because I tell people this all the time. You know, my clients, they cannot control the number on the scale, but they can control what they're doing to adjust that number. So let's say that they're, they want to lose, you know, one pound this week and they do their darndest. They go through, they check off everything that they needed to get done this week and that scale didn't budge and they get fucking pissed off happens all the time. But you know what? You can't control what that scale does. All you control is the actions that you take and the habits that you're forming. And the same goes for business. You can't control if you get three consultations this week. But what you can control is all of the efforts, behaviors, and habits you need to implement to generate three consultations this week. 
but you can't control if you actually get them. You can't control if you land them. You know, you might get a low quality lead, somebody that just isn't ready to take action, but you know what? You can control what you do to get there. So you need to make sure that you're playing the long game, taking action, and just putting in the fucking work and not focusing on the stuff that you don't have control of. You know, assess things, course correct, but always put in the work and don't sit on your ass and wait for things to come to you because nothing comes to us on a silver platter. All right, so that kind of summarizes, um, you know, the, the five keys to success in business. So number one, customer experience. This is probably, you know, bar one, one of the most important things to creating a perennial and an evergreen business. Number two, know your ideal customer. Number three, confidence and mindset. They are far more important than you think they are. Number four, mentorship and coaching. Understand the importance of investing in yourself and how that can actually have a, you know, a cascade effect into your confidence when working with other people. Number five, be relentless and take action. You know, knowledge is nothing if you don't take the action that's supported to actually create what you're trying to do. And just a little bonus one. I think it's really important for people to be open to opportunity and to things changing and evolving. When we're speaking about business, you might have a goal of making a certain amount of money or getting a certain amount of clients and be open to how that might unfold. Maybe you really want to work with sports teams and you're just closed off to the other opportunities, whereas you might open up your mind and then end up getting a job opportunity from a sports team, whereas you weren't working as a trainer, training athletes. Now you're working specifically with that company. Like there's so many ways that things can happen and you need to be open to your, you know, the opportunity to how these things are going to unfold. So try and have the underlying goals and focus in place and firmly believe in those, but be open to how everything is going to unfold in your life. And also things are going to change. You know, you might create your ideal customer and in four months from now that might completely change. That's totally fine. If we're not evolving, you know, there's something wrong. We're, we, we need to evolve. We're always going to be bettering ourselves. The person you are in six months and a year from now should not be the person you are today. And if it is, then you have an issue. All right, so I just want to thank you again for, uh, you know, giving me half an hour of your life today. Those are, I think, you know, five key concepts to, you know, creating true success, creating a, a perennial business. And there's so much more that goes into it. But these are these are some really core fundamentals when it comes to, you know, success. So what I, uh, I just want to let everybody know that I am actually opening up two mentorship spots for clients that are looking to scale their businesses, grow online. So if you are interested in taking advantage of this, I want you to hit me up on Instagram or hit me up on my website, you know, at Landon Polbrin, slide into the DM, shoot me a message. And I want you to tell me why you need help. What is your biggest barriers and what are you trying to accomplish? And why aren't you able to accomplish those right now? I absolutely love this stuff. I love helping people. So if you are interested and this is something that you think you need right now, shoot me a DM on Instagram or head over to my website, landonp.com. Get in touch with me right there. There is a contact form, apply for coaching form as well. And then also stay tuned. I have a 
free guide coming out. It's going to be probably launching in a week or two here. Uh, this podcast is probably going to air on November 1st. So, you know, a couple of weeks, first half of November, this should be out. And it's going to be 10 things that you need to do to optimize your website to generate more leads today. Uh, so I go over, you know, my prior background is in, you know, web and marketing and I have a a knack for that type of stuff. So I go over 10 things that are causing your websites to to lose customers to the competition, how you can correct those things and how you can start generating more leads organically through your website without putting a dime into advertising. So, all right, guys, I want to thank you again for, you know, listening to this show. Shoot me feedback, leave me a review on iTunes. Love all of the, the support. And uh, I can't wait to chat with you guys next week. All right, love and appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the L2 Fitness and Business Podcast. And it would help us so much if you enjoyed today's episode. If you could leave us a review in iTunes, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and Facebook, tag me at Landon Pobrin, and make sure to check out my website, landonp.com, where you can find all of my podcasts, the show notes, and all of the freebies there. And also, if you're looking for some nutrition coaching on the website, you'll be able to apply for coaching. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.